Hey guys, before we get started with episode 2, I just want to say how special this episode is for me and how near and dear it is to my heart, just for the simple fact that we're talking about fatherhood, and as we get close to Father's Day, I figure why not, right? So allow me to say that being a father is a privilege and it's an honor, and I wouldn't trade this for anything else in the world. I love my little princess, and I'm always going to do right by her. And also, I dedicate this episode to you, Dad. Your love never stopped, and neither will mine. I always appreciated the conversations with you, and I'll forever cherish them. I'll always share the wisdom and knowledge that you've given me. And more than anything, like I said, I'll do right by my daughter. Because as you say, kids weren't asked to be born in this world. It's your job as their parent to do right by them. And thank you for being my parent and exceeding the ever-changing expectations and demands the job demanded. Thank you for showing me the difference between a dad and a father. Thank you for loving me and giving me siblings to have when I'm alone. Thank you for always being there. I love you so much, Pops. This is to you and forever for you, Dad. I'll see you later. Yo, this is the Lonely Stoner Podcast, episode two. I got my boy Jair. Yeah. I got my boy Robert. And my boy JB back. Let's let it commence. That being said, uh, Robert, bro. What's going on, bro? How does it, like, how does it feel, bro, to uh, be a father, bro? To be a father is everything, basically, that my father preached upon myself, you know? Yeah. Gave me the outline, you know? It's kind of different, you know? He was raised around, you know, he raised boys, I'm raising girls, all girls, so trying to take certain aspects, you know, of how he raised us, I can't do so much with girls. Maybe the more gentle with them. Yeah. I mean, but it's been it's been a learning experience, bro. It has its up and down, but hell, like they say, bro, life is the greatest teacher. And just like it's another thing of fatherhood for me, bro. Bro, how many uh, how many baby girls do you have, bro? I have four baby girls. Bro, that's crazy. Fuck. So how do you feel like raising girls versus uh, a son? I mean, what man wouldn't want a son? You know, for those that do want kids, of course. Um, but you know, it's it's definitely put me more in touch with my my intimate and internal feelings more so than anything. Like <clears throat> basically, you know, knowing trying to maintain a from maintaining a good relationship with their mother to the even even though our differences, you know, have been there. You know, just trying to teach them basically how a man should conduct himself around a woman at all times, how they should feel loved, cared for, protected, stuff like that. You know, compared to a son, to where you're more so gonna want to protect him, but you also want to expose him a little bit to keep, you know, keep him solid. So that's just that's been one of my biggest, you know, I wouldn't say challenges, but it's just like I said, it has its up and downs and. Always in, in, in any situation, you get a learning experience out of it. Whether it goes from disciplining them to them telling you, you know, their imagination, you know, stuff like that. It's just it's all gold, bro. It's all gold for me. Shit, Jai, uh, how do you how do you feel having a son, bro? And like we were speaking earlier, bro. How do you feel with uh, the fact that like. Like, how does, 
what your father taught you play a role into the way you raise your son? Uh, I would say a lot, like, because, you know, I grew up, like, more in the aggressive setting of a neighborhood, if you would. Uh, but not yet. It was like, I grew up in a real versatile uh, sort of lifestyle. So it's like, it's a lot of stuff that I saw at an early age that I wouldn't necessarily want my son to see. But like, if so, if he like just so happens to see him type shit, it's like, because he's my son, I have to like be able to show him a different way to handle it versus like how I did. Like it's a lot of shit that I did like from even like like junior high, middle school up until now that like I would tell him, hey, you can't really do that. Like I know this is what you want to do, but it's like uh, that's probably not going to flip the way you want it to. Like stuff from like uh, like certain people don't know, like I've been to jail, like I didn't graduated college. Like it's like good and bad shit. So it's like I wouldn't want him to see the jailhouse, yeah. but a dorm room is something I would help him into versus like I don't want you to have to learn how to weigh weed versus how to read a book. Facts. I, I feel you. Like, I, see, what I try to do with my daughter, man, is take the best and worst of my life experiences and, like, funnel it with what my dad taught me, funnel it with what my mom taught me, and just give that to my daughter. Like, I always tell people, like, I tell her mom to be the woman that you want her to grow up to be. But in my instance, what I got to do is be the man that I want to see her eventually end up with. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people forget, bro, like, a lot of girls look at their dads on some, like, some heavy shit, like. Bro, like Chris Rock says, keep them off the pole, bro. Even, like, girls we messed with, like, you can tell, like, girls that had their dad in their life versus a girl that didn't have their dad in their life. You feel me? Yeah. I mean, it's not even just the dad thing. It's just the parent or just that guardian figure giving them the like attention that they need you know what I'm saying and like do you feel like y'all's daughters would take like any influence from y'all's image onto the man that they date fuck yeah hell yeah man if I'm not on my P's and Q's bro my daughter's gonna be with somebody that ain't on their P's and Q's cause that's what they're used to or that's what she's used to like I don't want her to be with anyone lower than the quality of life that I give her. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, not even quality of life, but also quality of mind, quality of spirit. That's why when I'm with her, I try to be the best. Like, always in the good mood. Don't let the bullshit, like, from the outside <clears throat> dictate how I treat her or what I do with her. You know? But, man. Shit, JB, uh, you got a little sister. I know you ain't got no kids. And then, really and truthfully, you got three sisters. Yeah. So you're by like you're by yourself. Like, how does it feel to have all uh, women? Yeah. And then your little you you have to be a role model to your little sister. All girls forever. Um, having three sisters definitely definitely taught me how to like like he said would tap into like an intimate side. I guess like you know with women or yeah with women because like. Yeah. I know ins and outs of a woman. He's I feel yeah. you know just because of my sisters, and then they ask me for advice on men, Not, and like you know what I'm saying. So I'd be like, I keep it real with them. But Jackson, like you said, I know I don't have a child, but that's basically like a child to me. Damn near, especially so, with them forehead taps. 
Is there a type of person that you don't want to see your kid end up with? Or your little sister? I guess the way the best way I can put that answer is <laughs> I mean I wanted to live I let my sisters live You know what I'm saying But watching her You know since she was a baby and all that Yeah And doing everything So like I don't know I don't know I don't know how I feel Like I'm already protective Like that He know Blake know Everybody know <laughs> When it come to that one Like I don't want but I can't hide everything from her now. Yeah, that's the crazy part. You know man. what I'm saying? You can't hide. Even when I have my kids, when I have my kids, I ain't gonna, I can't hide everything away from them. I'm gonna protect them from as much as I can. You know what I'm saying? At a young age, I wouldn't say, yeah, you ain't anything. necessarily hide nothing from anybody, bro. But this, like, it's a difference between like, like helping from afar and just being a dick, bro. Like. You can watch somebody struggle to a certain point before you just like doing just that, watching a nigga struggle. Like you feel me? Like you can't just yeah. if you mess with somebody, you only gonna let them fuck up so many times before you just consider like either helping or just like part of the negative team. So it's like even with a child, bro, I feel like you gotta let them like express shit, but at the same time, you gotta like somehow put your fifty cent in there and let them know like, hey. When I did this, this is what happened. Cause you can't just be one of them parents that's like hitting the uh, oh because I said so shit. Cause I have this argument a lot. Uh, Cause also most of the people in my family are women, so they give their opinion like a lot. I mean, yeah. I naturally don't give a damn, but you still hear it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like sometimes I'm gonna like chill out and I'm gonna listen to what they saying, bro. But it's like a lot of the time. Like old school parents, or like parents of our generation, you feel me? Like they would always hit the oh well, hell. <laughs> good, you good, dude? you good, bro? Bro, this has only been fifteen hours. <laughs> this has literally only been fifteen hours from from, from my last. They would always hey, be so, like uh, ridiculous. My boy Pete just joined the conversation. <laughs> he ain't smoked in fifteen hours. So he died. The super guy, basically. Yeah. But no, bro, like a lot of older generation parents, bro, would just hit the oh, because well, I said so. Don't question me. It was always just that. But it's like, that's damn near provoking the person to go figure out why the fuck you just told them not to do that. Yeah, like we naturally curious. It's yeah, it's like, oh, well, they just told me not to do that shit. I need to figure out why they told me not to do that shit. Because it's either something good they don't want me to find out or something bad. Nine times out of ten, it's some dumb shit that you didn't want to do anyway. Yeah. But you don't know that. Yeah. So it's like, well, my son, bro, even though he's one, he's still smart, bro. Like, I tell him, like, no, or like, I'll show him something while I'm telling him no. Or it's like, if I see him doing something, I'm not going to just be like, no. You give him an explanation behind you. Yeah, or like, I'll show him while I'm telling him no. I'm not just going to just be like, no, because he's going to look at me like, what the fuck? And honestly, I'll do the same and be like, why not? I feel you on that. I'm the same way with Layla, man. Like, if she does something wrong, I explain to her why it's wrong. Like, for example, my daughter does not understand that she's technically black. She thinks she's peach. So, like, she was at school and she told the, uh, I guess she told the teacher she was like, the black kid scared me or some shit like that. And, I, like, as soon as, like, I heard it, I was like, damn, man. Like, I can't believe this shit. Just because it's like, 
Now I gotta have that funny ass conversation with my daughter. <laughs> That's what I was like, and she, she yeah, she like that be like awkward but funny, like you know, like my son's mixed too. So like I had to explain to his mom, like I know eventually I'm gonna have to have this conversation with him, like bro. It's certain shit you can't do yeah. that other kids do. And I know he's going to be like, why? And it's like, well, you, you're you black, bro. And she's like, well, you can't tell him. I'm like, well, yeah, you got to tell him that. I'm like, <laughs> like, I'm like he's mixed with, with Hispanic. I was like, but that, that's a dark that's a dark boy right there. I yeah. was like, he's about my color. And it's like embracing the fucking like, culture, man. At the end of the fucking day, it's not necessarily the fucking... Uh, what is it? The the genes. It's the the fucking culture and like what your family represented at the end of the day. You know what I mean? So I mean, I don't so know. Like, man. I believe in heavy explanation, not heavy explanation, because I mean like some shit. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be like, bro, chill out. And if he be like, why? I'm gonna be like, because I do. But shut up. You know? But mm-hmm. it's like if it's something I feel like it's logical, and he for real like asking me, well, why not? I'm gonna be like, oh well. I'm going to be straight up. I'm going to be like, well, shoot, when I did it, this happened. Like, I feel like you should be open if you're trying to teach somebody a lesson. Like, it, you should give them, like, where you got that lesson from. Yeah. Be as blunt as possible. Man, what, uh, what did you learn <coughs> out of school that they, wouldn't, that they wouldn't be able to teach? You know what I'm saying? What was the biggest thing that you learned? Yeah, man. Because that's what we got to prep the next gen for. We didn't have to deal with, like, budgeting. We didn't have to deal with, like, when we we was in college, bro, learning how to eat, like, and survive. Nigga, we had to go, like, two weeks off of $75 and, like, like little credit coupons, bro. We had to like we had to learn how to buy groceries. We had to learn how to uh, wash laundry on one specific day. And if you miss that day, you not washing laundry. Yeah. If you spend over this amount, you not about to spend anything else. Or you got to eat what's in the dorm, or use whatever points you got left. Like it's stuff at school, bro. They really school really. I don't want to say don't teach you shit, but it, it's really just good for math. Yeah. And just basic shit, man. Like math and reading. Every other, yeah, math and reading. Because every other subject is just like, why did you tell me this? Yeah. Because it's a lot of shit they actually miss out on that they don't fully tell you about that you learn about after. Yeah. So it's like, why did you tell me this part? I mean, I mean, really, bro. To be honest with you, it was just another repeat of high school all over. Yeah, just a grown. Oh, I'm not even gonna it's cap. just a grown high school. It's That's a college. college. It's just a grown ass. It's grown high, high school. school. It's, it's high school with taxes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> high school with tax added. It's coming out of our pocket instead of like our people pocket. Like, you know what I mean? Because you still gotta. They still require you to take English and all these other stuff before you even get to what you want to learn, like in your degree. I mean, shit. So, how would you prep your? Uh, how would you prep your sister, Pete? Like, what's something you would teach her that school wouldn't teach you? Uh, uh, <clears throat> I'll probably learn how to manage your money, bro. Facts. You know, I don't think uh, people realize how much they spend on things and how much they go through unnecessarily too. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know. And then you think, and then you, and then you start. Wondering why you're still in the same place, you know? Hell yeah. Shit, what about you, Robert? What's one thing I would teach my daughter? That they ain't gonna show in school. They ain't gonna show in school. Uh, I don't know. I think a lot back to my childhood and like what 
what things I was able to like start doing at like what certain ages. Like, for instance, my dad wouldn't let me listen to musical cuss words till I was like 10. Damn. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Mama did that. I can understand. I mean, when I was with my mom, you know, we did, but with him, it was never no cuss words or nothing. I understand that. Hell, uh, you know, just shit like that. He he taught me a lot about the discipline part of shit Mm because this man's coming straight out of boot camp and he's raising us. Oh shit, your dad military, yeah, bro? Yeah, he was in the Marines. Fuck. Oh, so, yeah. That's so... Fuck. <laughs> yeah, bro. And, you know, just, I think one thing I want to teach my daughter that can't be taught at school is like the reality of things around the world. Like, even now, if my little girls are playing in the backyard, there's a gate on the side that they'll sometimes go through. And up front, I tell them not to do it. And this goes back to like what he said like, don't be one of those because I said so. Yeah. I go into explanation of why and I give them like the reality of it and I tell them there's people in this world that are bad I said they're like taking kids like in bad like if you're in a bad neighborhood like mine's kind of like what he said like a real aggressive neighborhood type shit and just uh you know, I tell them those people in the world that just want to take you away I was like there's just bad people in this world that do bad things and they shit do bad things yeah and I was like I can't tell you why they do them I was like they do basically give them a cause and effect to everything like even my little girl hits her sister i tell her that she may not hit you back i said but some of these other little kids are gonna hit you in the, right in the face right back yeah like i give her the, the real you know unfiltered version of it bro because i need her to know that like that way she knows the repercussions of things you know everything has a every action has a reaction bro honestly man I think the hardest thing is just letting your kid go or just letting anyone go for that matter, bro. Cause like at some point you got to realize that they're, I guess they're a human being Yeah. and they're going to make their own decisions, man. And you can only teach them so much, man. But you said, what's the greatest lesson you learned? What's the greatest lesson you learned from your parents? Like from each one? Shit. My dad was from... there. So that's easy. Yeah. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, bro, my mother was like, was that, she was that person, like, you feel me? Like, it was past her just being my mom, bro, like, in my eyes, my mom was damn near a magician, because, like, I saw her turn bread to biscuits to steak to dinner, you feel me, out of nowhere, like, I respect that. Like, with three boys, like, you got to think, like, it's three of us, and, like, we wasn't no little, no small children. Like, I was way bigger back in high school and shit, and, like, even bigger when I got to college. So it's, like, I didn't start, like, chilling out on, like, my weights and, like, my size and shit until, like, after my son was born. So imagine being, like, one parent keeping up with, like, three big-ass bodybuilders, like, football-playing-ass kids. Like, we was either somewhere doing some tumbling backflip shit or, like, some football shit or, like, basketball or something. So it's like having to keep up that, and she got asthma. So it's like, hell yeah. What about you, Pete? Um, Greatest lesson you learned from both of your parents? Uh, my father probably, um, probably just working hard, man. He has a he has a pretty good work ethic. I admire his work ethic. Feels, that feels. Robert, guess to how to respond to pressure, bro. From both my parents. Facts. Hell. Uh, uh, my mom, she has a she she had her 
She had her throat cut in front of me when I was four. So, she was supposed to die, bro, but she didn't, God willing. Yeah. And just to see her from when I was that young and looking back on her now, how she responded. <clears throat> like, like, damn, you came back from something that was supposed to, like, fuck you up. Like, bad. And, like, now you're this woman making six six figures a year now, you know, renovating your dream house. Mm-hmm. You know, all this shit. I'm like, you, you, you bossed up from a bad situation. And I'm just glad she's still here, bro. That just showed me how, how resilient she, she is, you know. Yeah. Sure. Hell yeah, bro. And, you know, my dad, you know, when the recession hit, he lost his job, you know, in 2008. And we recently had conversations where, like, as, as I'm getting older, he's starting to tell me the more raw truth of things. You know, why he is the way he is with us and stuff like that. From when his mom died to, like, when he almost lost the house. And, like, just as a young kid, bro, I would have never thought those things. Like, he kept that very, I guess, confidential away from me and my brother. But I always respected that about him, that he never let that interfere with being a good dad to me and my bro. JB? My dad taught me how to be a hard worker. And like I told y'all, how to survive. (laughs) My mom taught me how to love people. And give people second chances. Multiple chances. But yeah, oh, Ja Mama, she taught me how to, like I said, that's my hood family, they taught me how to, you know, survive, survive. <laughs> and yeah, man, they just taught me how to, you know, maintain and keep my life stable. Hey, uh, did you car? I, I punched you. the mic. My fault. God, I hate you. Sabotage. <laughs> bro, for real, bro. Sabotage. <laughs> bro, I fucking hate you. <laughs> That's a good, a good way to end it. No. <laughs> Sabotage. Jesus Christ. Man. Uh, the greatest lesson I learned shit from my dad probably is to uh, persevere. And keep going. And then the greatest lesson that I learned from my mom is probably, uh, like Jakar said, to love, man. Basically to show love to others and treat others with respect and treat others how I would want to be treated. But at the same time, from my father, I learned that uh, not to take no bullshit either. either. All right, sorry for the random ass abruption. And uh, if you did notice a few mistakes in the episode, hey, man, that's just because this is the Lonely Stoner podcast. And the episode started off really on point, And as usual, we kind of got off the topic. But I edited it to the best of my ability, so it makes sense. And with that being said, going forward, everything you're about to hear is not necessarily everything I edited out. But... Um, 
Yeah, man. I mean, it, it's what I felt like editing because it's two o'clock and I'm tired as shit. And man, whatever we say, don't take it too seriously. Again, this is the Lonely Stoner podcast. We're meant to be like a comedy podcast. And uh, that's all I got, man. So happy Father's Day. Enjoy the laughs. These hands. Hey, bro, don't blame my roller for your bullshit ass fucking nah, nah, use of That was hand roll. That was hand roll. That was, we gonna see. That was hand roll. That one. Hey, man. Should I go ahead and hit this, bro? Cause see, Peter, they be trying. No, you, you try to roll and it fell. <laughs> That's what the fuck happened, Josh. I'm when sorry. I, when I use their system, then they tell me don't blame their system. I hand rolled it. I don't know. Is that how we roll with the roller? I use filters and shit. I, I don't I stuff my shit. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, so now you you don't. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Now they got amnesia. Bro, I'm the it. new guy. Would you rather smoke a uh, a swisher <coughs> or like a paper? Me? Paper. I like paper. Uh, I, 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 say, I say paper. Or basically, what, what's your poison, bro? Backwood? Giants. Like, what That's is it? Nice. Like, what, what's your favorite thing it's to roll It's not with? a backwood. It has to be a natural <coughs> leaf. They have, like, other brands. Backwood is just that bro, hype beast that shit. Bro, bro, backwood be hitting. No, they really do. But if you actually go into it, bro, like, I was telling y'all with them cigars, like, it's different shit. Like, it's a leaf that looks like that. It's a leaf that looks like that little cone that we had. That's like an actual leaf. Like I just showed him today, you can use a raw onion skin to roll a blunt, bro. It's like backwoods that's made out of like natural shit. You feel me? They don't come like with guards and shit inside of them and like you open it and it looks like a piece of skin, but it's like a, a leaf. So like, what's your favorite method of smoking or consuming cannabis? That third leaf. Over like a bong, a pipe. That their leaf. Dude, and I was thinking about picking up one too. What about you? You cannot remember that. ping pong. So that's one good. You cannot do the leaf. You can't get relief without the leaf. I'm a blunt nigga. I like I like blunts, but I like I'm a joint. I'm a, I'm a fan of I'm a high. I'm a num. I'm converting. I'm converting. I love joints. I love joints. Mm-hmm. But blunts. Yeah, but, but, but I like blunts, too. I like blunts, too. Blunts, blunts are nice. You know what I'm saying? They, I mean, they really are. I feel like they last longer sometimes. Bro. I prefer they a do. blunt. I prefer a nah, blunt you know, over a they, joint. That's a lie, bro. They just that's take that, that stretch. Now, it can, be, it can be like one of them... It could be like one of them CBD blunts. Like, like you know, you know, the like long ass papers that are like, like the size of blunts. They burn slow than a bitch. Sometimes I it's just the feeling of coming home to a blunt and chilling after like a day. I like, work, I like, bro. Oh god. Yeah, I think that's the best. <laughs> like, I'm like, not gonna lie. Like, like, oh god. Over that my bomb, Over my vaporizer. You hit had a hard ass day. You go home to that blunt that you rolled that almost made you late to work to begin with. Fuck that. And you hit the fuck out that shit, bro. I, fuck that. The way I smoke, I be having shit set up. That's what I, I'm I, saying. Like, shit, fuck that. No, man. That shit be hitting the home. Oh, damn. It's just like knowing you got the gas back at the crib. It's like, it's like, hey, yeah, so this I'm done. Like, fuck, fuck what anybody talking about. Like, you go to the crib, got your, your, your swisher pack ready. Like, everybody. Twist can, that bitch up. 
Everybody been bullshitting all day. You what like, you doing? Shit, nuggets, smoking, smoking. They can fucking talk. It don't even matter. It don't even matter. Like you, were, like some shit, damn near piss you off. But then when you start to think about it, you like. As soon as I get back to the car, I'm about to smoke this blunt. You'd be mad as hell saying it, but it's like, it's true. Hey, it makes work go by fast knowing you got a blunt. Damn, oh, God. I gotta cut all that shit out the fucking uh, episode. 15, 40 Smith oh. <laughs> I mean, like, it's. I mean. Well, it's cool. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the first MP15 is an assault rifle. Mm-hmm. I prefer they a do blunt. It. I prefer a nah, blunt you know over what? a joint. That's a lie, bro. They just that's take that, that stretch. Now it can be. It can be like one of them. It can be like one of them CBD blunts. Like, like you know, you know, the long ass papers that are like, like the size of blunts. They burn slow than a bitch. Sometimes it's just the feeling of coming home to a blunt. And chilling after like a day. I like, of work, I right? like, bro. Oh god. Yeah, I think that's the best. Oh, like, I'm like, not gonna lie. Like, like, oh god. Over that my shit bomb, home. Over my vaporizer. You could have had a hard ass day. You go home to that blunt that you rolled that almost made you late to work to begin with. Fuck that. And you hit the fuck out that shit, bro. I, fuck that. The way I supposed to be having shit set up. That's what I'm saying. No, they should be in the hole. Oh damn! It's just like knowing you got the gas back at the crib. It's like it's like hey, yeah, yeah. So as I'm done, like fuck, fuck what anybody talking about. Like you go to the crib, got your your, your swisher pack ready. Like everybody twist been, that bitch up. Everybody been bullshitting all day. You what like you doing? It shit, nuggets, smoking, smoking. smoking. They can fucking talk about. Matter. It don't even matter. Like you were like some shit, damn near piss you off. But then when you start to think about it, you like. As soon as I get back to the car, I'm about to smoke this blunt. You'd be mad as hell saying it, but it's like, it's true. Hey, it makes work go by fast knowing you got a blunt. You like, you Even if you gotta wait till yeah, break or something. So, July 4th weekend, bro. What you talking about doing? July 4th uh, weekend. Whatever, bro. Alright, you say okay, it's coming up. I already told what you. What are you trying to do, though? Shoot, we going to Colorado. Oh, for sure. Oh, for real? Wait, I'm what? doing that for sure. Bro, I want to give me. I want to go get me a pistol. I'll get mine in Colorado. Fuck it, I'll stay right, right, right. right. well, right. well, right. 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 Why? No, just because how, how would it be complicated? You can't bring it back. Yeah, nigga, you got to cross state lines. Fuck it, okay. Yeah. I do want to get back on the seat. Damn, God. I got to cut all that shit out the fucking episode, man. 15, 40 Smith & Wesson. I mean, like, it's... I mean... Well, it's cool. I don't know. I'm not familiar with the person. MP15 is an assault rifle. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you shape. have any weapons? Yes. I got these two hands that God gave me. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I whoop a nigga's ass real quick. Nah, I'm kidding. I suck at fighting. Yeah, I got a gun. I got a gun for that exact reason, bro. Because <laughs> I can't fight. And I got to defend my daughter. Going back to fatherhood that we talked about at the beginning. We have a few. But we also box, so it's fine. Yeah. Y'all got any boxing gloves? Oh, I, I hit. You do? We got a couple. Hold on, do y'all have the helmets too? No. no. I guess we don't need the helmet. We don't, we, we we don't, don't, we don't, don't box with basketball helmets. Basketball shorts? Okay, well, when are you going to box with your car? We just box with, we oh, box with oh, gloves. Oh, 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 what the fuck? 
Y'all want a box? Yeah, like get some box. You know, casual. I mean, as long as you're not out there yeah, trying yeah. to. Yeah, I'm about to say, as long as you're not out there just throwing like fucking haymakers at each other, like. It's going to turn into that, bro. That's just Yeah, you touch like, my nose, man. Like, you can't just hit someone and expect them not to get mad, bro. It's going to turn into. Like if you in there just shoulder rocking, bro. I literally never fucking slap box. Only. I can testify this, and you can, and you know what, he can too. The only person I've ever slapped boxed was, was Zach. That was it. And, uh, that was it. That was the bro. only nigga that I slapped boxed was Zach. <laughs> bro, <laughs> well, nah, I, I ain't fucking slapped those boxes. Because me and him were that cool. You know what I mean? Uh, I just slapped boxes. Me and him were that cool back in the day. Because you slap you're not slapped boxes, someone you're not cool with, y'all gonna be fighting. Period. That's period. You know what I mean? If you're not really cool with the dude, you're gonna be that. What? That's what I'm saying with me and Zach. I've done so it before. Cool. Slap box? Yeah. Well, yeah, we slap box. You before. Great. And then weren't, weren't you there when we was at the pool and I ran the slap box that one dude? When they were serious, that's not hurting. You know what? Yeah, my hand. Is that the day that we. So you were serious? I started hitting that part of my hand when they pissed me off. And one time I was slap boxing this kid in the restroom. What? Sixth grade. What? I hit him. I hit him with this part and he paid. Yeah, it's working like The toilet. And that went to sleep. I started to you mentioned it. I didn't uh, mention uh, it. You, you, you said the one that we should use here in a movie, bro. I didn't, movie I didn't say nothing about that. Okay. Yeah, what was in my bed? He said, shit, he just dragged his body and I fucking saw. Oh, okay. I bro, I probably would have did that. I, I probably would have dragged his ass to the stall so no one would have seen him. We would just wake up in the stall. Run it, Jack. Craig, you just fucking, uh. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why you don't need a fucking gun, bro. Right, this man has a fucking BB gun. gun. Hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> My life, bro, she's your BB gun. Hey, bro. I got a BB gun. Low key, yeah, I keep I keep it on me. Let's see what you was fire. I keep it on me for any bro, nigga. For any 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 For any For any nigga. 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 For what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why it's called the lowest stone. But no, yeah, uh, we were talking about the guns. Back to that. I like <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah. All right, so. Gun range, bro. But yes, that's I something. agree. You know, like maybe test out a couple. I want to get a feel. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Do you know a place? Uh, yeah, no, my place is, bro. Do they like let you test out the gun? Or is it like, is there a place like that? Well, yes, go to a gun, you can go so to you a gun. Also, oh, you want to rent it? You want to rent it? No, 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 no. Because my cousin told me that there's like it's a place where you can like a store, like an academy, something like that, where you can look at the guns. It's one of the best ones. Bro, you can do that at any gun range. It's one Yeah. At the front? Just ask them. You'd be like, hey, can I test that? And they'll be like, yeah. Oh, no, nah, there's some that don't let you test it because they don't carry weapons. They don't carry ammo. That's what I'm saying. I need to know the ones that carry the weapons. We got you, bro. There's a lot. I was going to say. Where you live? I live right here in Red Oak. Man, I better get a sponsorship. So there's one in Grand Prairie called Shoot Smart. You can go there and let you what test that out. Because I keep go. it on me. Stop I'll be down. Go hey, bro. I haven't shot a shotgun yet. I'm fucking really. Shot yeah. I've shot anything else you can think of. You've shot, shot a like machine gun. Shot an AR. Anything else you can Loki, think of. Loki, we are dry snitching. <laughs> Thirty yards. On ourselves. This was in the past, before 2021. <laughs> <laughs> At least five years prior. 
2021. I'll tell you what, bro. That first time you shoot a shotgun, it's going to body rock your ass, bro. For real? Sorry, my little brother shot. It body rocked my ass, bro. <laughs> my little brother shot his, and that'll buck his shoulders back. And my little brother tall as fuck. Bro, I think you got to stand a certain way and hold that bitch as strong as you You still want to get some jerk. Yeah, bro had like a... His body just like... And I was like, I ain't nah. think about it, bro. That gun's made the blow a hole in you about that big. Damn. Now, I just shot like the heaviest of ARs, and them bitches got kicked. What you gonna have those for your shotguns is way different, bro. What would you have for your own personal defense? Like one weapon. I only a, shot Pops AR and uh, one weapon? A pistol. Like other than the one that I got now? Yeah, like just your number one home defense weapon. What would you get? If I had to like just have one gun, period. <laughs> Shit. What's your go-to home defense weapon? Yeah. If I had it right now, like if I had the money to get that hoe right now, I'd have like a short barrel vector with a uh, echo trigger on it. Damn. He trying to he trying to rip a motherfucker apart. Not For real. Now. A vector can either be a nine millimeter or a forty-five. I go with that forty-five and get that regular clip on it. That's gonna hold about thirty-five to fifty rounds. And that echo trigger is gonna make it shoot every time I let go. So when I pull back, it's gonna shoot. When I let go, it's gonna shoot. So it's gonna be legal, but that's gonna be a machine gun shot. Bruh. And that bitch is gonna. Really? That's cool. And you know how I know about the that vector? Bitch is about that big. Bro. My knowledge of the vector consists of Call of Duty. <laughs> that's the only way I know that, that, what, like, what the fuck you talking about, bro. Decrease vector. If not that, then one of them damn uh, Caltechs. Because Derek had one. He used to fold it up in his backpack. I'm going to take Glock clips. So I already got clips for it. Shit, what about you, JB? Mm-hmm. I'd kill a nigga with anything. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being real. I mean, facts. I mean, if it came to home defense, well, that's yes. That's like an evil turn. You said, I'm going to spoon My dad, man. <laughs> Clarence made sure I knew how to survive. So, and that's one thing I keep. I teach my kids how to survive. Turn it. Hey, I like how you tied that back into that. How to survive? I don't know. I my dad bred me to be a survivor for real. Like, <laughs> you'll be alright <laughs> with anything. You'll be straight. But it, but I can only imagine because how my dad was raised. My bad, sorry. My dad was raised because um, my great my granddaddy was uh, in the navy, so um, no telling how my dad was raised. She was crazy. Bro, uh, what is the greatest lesson you learned from your parents? Nigel said he wants to hear the podcast when you're done with it. I got you. 